Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to tonight's edition of Students for a Better Future Radio. I'm your host, Doreen LaGuardia Finkel with Cisco Acosta, and we are live. And folks, once again, welcome to tonight's edition of Students for a Better Future Radio. Again, what another great episode we have for you tonight. But before we go on and talk about it, um, it's actually called Collateral Damage. We're going to talk about the Las Vegas shootings. Um, I want to mention, please go to the nonprofit's website that sponsors the show, that's studentsforbetterfuture.com, and see what we have planned for the, the upcoming months and also to make a donation. Um, and Cisco, what another week again? Oh wow, it's it's uh, Doreen. It's been exciting. Um, a lot of information and that we have to cover tonight, and we have to just keep, continue to educate the public because the the American media and the American politicians, the majority of them, are not and will not uh, provide the right information to the American people, and we just have to be the ones that get the information to them. Um, I want to read this latest piece that I wrote, and it kind of got went viral and got a buzz. And then you tell me if it's on T or not. It goes, it's not a gun that killed 58 nor wounded scores of others at Las Vegas, but an ideology one developed in the past two centuries, enhanced by technology of the current modern day that consists of left-leaning policies in coordinates with the mass media. It, it is the ideology and the dogma of dehumanizing something or someone that you hate. And a prime example of this CBS executive, Haley Gethman Gold, she was fired for saying she doesn't have any sympathy for the victims. That's the first part, Cisco. Let's say you on that. Is it on the money or? Oh, it is. It is. I mean, the it's an excellent piece, uh, Doreen. Um, what, what I what I, I gather from that piece was the fact that uh, something that we already both know, and I think the majority, uh, a great number of Americans know, is that the uh, the so-called compassionate compassionate left, uh, called also the Democrats. Are uh, are not as compassionate as they pretend to be. So I'm not surprised by that response from the uh, CBS executive. You know, CBS is part of the uh, the left wing mainstream media, and they don't really give a crap about the American people. Uh, and that's the reason their ratings are going down. You know, just as, as the ratings are going down for uh, NBA basketball, for the NFL, all these left wing organizations. I have to realize eventually, I don't think that they have reached that plateau or that, 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 that moment yet, but they eventually will have to learn that you don't mess around with the American people. The American people will do, they still have the power and they will punish you 
So I think I think it was an excellent they piece. They will. Mm-hmm. Um, that was only the first part of the piece. Um, the second part goes like this: goes ask yourself, what are what are the, the prejudice and biases like this doing in high powered positions? What are people with prejudice and biases like this doing in high powered positions? Then it goes on to say the FBI has a list of mass murders, mainly of those who are between the ages of 20 and 50. Stephen Paddock was 64. He had been cultivated by the mass media, or some say the fake news left wing, who has preached time and time again to hate conservatives, Christians, the middle class. What the mass media did to Stephen Paddock's mind was desensitize it so much to the point that the victims who were, they were mostly Christian and conservative to where they weren't even human. Right. Okay. That's the well, middle part of the piece. So what'd you say on that one? Well, I think, again, I think uh, from day one, I've said that there, there, there was more than one shooter and, and I still believe there's more than one shooter. Uh, Paddock was prob- uh, a patsy someone who was used to perpetrate this, this this tragedy. And then people might say to me, well, how do you know that? And I'm like, it, it just doesn't make sense for a, a supposed multimillionaire who, who basically has not worked since 1980. And then someone else comes back and tells me, well, you know, he's been flipping, flipping houses. Well, in order to flip houses, and I've been to one of those seminars, you do to me some collateral, some something to back up that money uh, that they get, you know they're going to uh, lend you. So I, you know, there's a, there's so many different holes in that story of a one man shoot, you know, one lone gunman uh, that really um, has me very concerned uh, because I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. And now, in regards to the, uh, you know, the FBI and all that, I think the rank and file of the FBI and the CIA, I think they're great American, uh, loyal American, uh, and care about their country. But I think at the, at the very top of the FBI and the CIA, you've got individuals that are basically not in the direction that the rest of their staff is going, working for the country. They're working for what they call the shadow state or the deep state um, that is basically has been controlling and will continue to control the politicians in Washington and and the majority of the state governments. So you have individuals would say, okay, so what, what was the reason why they did that? My analysis of this is gun confiscation. They want to get rid of that Second Amendment. The Second Amendment is, is blocking, is basically not allowing this new world order or deep state to proceed to the next level because there's so many Americans that have, that, let's get it, a 64, an old man, a Caucasian Anglo-Saxon man out there so we can basically take the focus away from who? The Muslims who have been basically portrayed as the ones that, uh, that are committing these terrorist acts. Shift the blame, that's number one, and at the same time, um, 
accomplish the other goal. The other goal is basically have so many Americans so scared of guns to make them want to repeal and go and proceed and repeal the Second Amendment. Uh, and that's, in my analysis, brief analysis, that's where that, this this was done for that reason. And who are the players? Number one that comes to my mind right away is George Soros. George Soros, I don't I don't know if, if you know you knew this, Doreen, or the audience know. George Soros is a yeah. member, a board member, Mandalay Bay. George Soros also betted betted against MGM, which is a company that manages um, the investments for Mandalay Bay. Two, um, not the MGM. There was another investment firm, and he betted against um, the Mandalay Bay. And he made money on this after the incident. So I think I think you have to really look at who are the players and what what is the purpose? What's the end game? Right. And the end game would be to go after the Second Amendment. Exactly. So they don't that's, care. That's... Pretty much, they don't care who they kill. Who who I call, and these people are collateral damage. Yes. And, and you know what? It's funny. Yeah, I was. I, 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 is, is... Go ahead. I, I was. Go ahead. I was watching. I was watching a brief. Um, the the brief interview with the security guard. The security guard that supposedly took a shot. That came from Stephen Paddock. Well, this guy. This guy. Uh, if you've been keeping up with the the story, he went missing. He went missing, and the excuse that the media and, and the uh, law enforcement and the Las Vegas sheriff was, well, you know, he's, you know, he doesn't really want to talk. He's, you know, he's, tra- you know, a traumatic experience, and I, and I, I found that to be BS. I think that they got to him. and They thought, listen, you got to follow the script. This is a script. Otherwise, you know, you may not see another day. And, and 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 he went on the Ellen DeGeneres show today, gave a recount of what transpired. And as I I'm, as I'm looking at him, I'm looking at his face, I'm looking at his body language, uh, and I said, this guy's scripted. They already they prepared him. They prepared they him. They scripted him. They scripted him to the T. I mean, that's I I don't I don't buy it. But go ahead. So they, so they scripted him to the T. Um, and why did he, why did he not speak to the media? I'm just curious. I, what was his reason I, 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 he, that he escaped that night? He escaped that night. He's. I believe he indicated that that he was not uh, emotionally and mentally ready to speak to anyone. Uh, but I I don't buy the, the the fact that he went into today's interview not scripted. And plus, there's another point that he he mentioned. He will not be giving any more interviews. And and and, and it was it was really good that individuals like us, uh, shows like this, and a lot of people in the alternative media put the pressure. They kept putting the pressure 
asking the mainstream media and law enforcement, where is the security guard? How come he's missing? And they came back and said, well, he's missing because the journalists are trying to ask him questions. That was the response that came from the Las Vegas sheriff, um, Mr. Lombardo. So, again, I believe that there, 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 there is definitely a cover-up, okay? And such a cover-up is so deep that I don't believe at this moment the high-level officials in the FBI and, and the part of the individuals in the deep state that are behind this, they don't know how to proceed to cover this up because there's so many people, so many people that don't buy the bullshit that's coming out of them. Well, that's it. I mean, there's so many holes in the, in the story here. Um, number one, usually they have motive right away. And um, so far, you know, the only motive that it's coming from is coming from people like us. And, right. you know, and, and um, but it's not coming from the investigators. You know, they ha- have well, not developed a motive. And they change the timeline well, a couple times. And, and usually if you develop a motive, it's my understanding that you work from the victims and then you work well, back. It, you take a look at your victims. The excuse, it's the excuse I'm hearing and, and I'm hearing it from, also from, uh, from you know, regular folks and also uh, the media. It's basically, it's a liability issue. It's a liability. It's, it's a lot of money. The, the losses are coming and this and that, which is fine. I mean, I can understand them covering, but I, I won't accept that because of money issues, you're covering up the truth. Okay. You're covering up the truth to the American people. Of why this, what you know, the tragedy that happened in Vegas. Why did it happen? Was it financial reasons? Was it, you know, political reasons? And I believe it's a combination of all. I don't buy the story when the sheriff, Sheriff Lombardo, said initially. Um, he doesn't believe that it was one. Lone gunman. And then overnight, he changed his tool. And I believe they got to him. They yeah. said to him, you know what? You, you know, if you want to continue to be sheriff of uh, uh, Las Vegas, you want to, you want this, you're going to have to follow the script. Is there was only one gunman in that room. And that was it. So... Uh, yeah, but if that's the script, but when you look at the 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 scene, okay, first of all, how did this guy get all those guns, and how did he cart them in the hotel without nobody noticing? I mean, isn't there maid service and all that? Don't they go in the rooms and and clean it? Well, according according, so you have to ask those uh, questions. You've you've been to Vegas, and I've been to Vegas. Uh, yes, in hotels you can, you know, you basically uh, if you put this little stick, uh, sign on the outside, they will not come and open the door and 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 clean the room. Where I don't have, where I have a problem is is they have not shown 
any surveillance tapes of Mr. Paddock coming through into the hotel. Now, one report that I did read about is that he came through the freight train, I mean, through the freight uh, the service elevator. Now, why would a guest, a high stake, uh, a high jackpot uh, video poker uh, visitor, I mean, uh, a gamer in Vegas who spends a lot of money, you know, a lot of money for someone who who, who doesn't work, who hasn't worked since 1980. How does he get to go and bring all those weapons through a service elevator? The regular elevator? Not the regular. He didn't come in through the regular entrance. So I've had people say, well, you know, they don't want to divulge those pictures because of losses. No, I don't buy that. Him coming into the hotel would tell me two things. Paddock was there. That's number one. If Paddock, then I would buy the story that there was only one lone gunman. Until I see that tape where he walks into that hotel with those weapons, I don't buy the the, the one gunman theory. Right. So he had to have help somewhere along the way. He had to have help. And so now, now what they're saying, this is a story. You see, the narrative, the narrative constantly is changing. And the reason it's changing is because people are onto them. So now that the latest is that he didn't come through the front entrance. He he went through the service elevator. So ask your ask yourself this one question, Doreen, and everyone out there: Why would a guest, a high player, a high player, very who spends a lot of money, be going through the service elevator? That sounds really fishy. Uh, okay. See, I didn't know he went into the service elevator. That's the that's, that's the latest that point. I that's, everybody yeah. everybody thinks that he went up the regular elevator with, with all the rest of us. So well, they, he, they come, they've he come obviously up with, they've had, come up with yeah. they have, they've, they've come up with that they changed the narrative for the simple reason that everyone was asking how come we haven't seen the videos of him coming through the front uh, entrance. So that means we don't have videos of anyone who goes through the service service elevator. It makes it a little bit more uh realistic, you know, for them to say, Well, we don't have we don't have cameras which is bullshit because if you've ever been to Vegas, there's cameras all over. So but and so isn't there cameras in, in the service by the service elevator as well? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. That would be another question to ask. If there's cameras yes. by the service elevators where he went up, yeah. unless yeah, he I had mean, a disguise it, on. Right, but at least if they were to show that, that can convince me somewhat more than the current narrative that, you know, it was him. It was him and him and him only. And that's it. 
you guys out there, you Americans, the American people, you don't, you, you, you cannot question us. You cannot question us. We're telling you that this is it, and this is what it is. Bullshit. We're in 2017, and the American people have woken up, and we're not going to take it. We're going to. We want proof. We want to see what the evidence is. I'm sorry, but you know, there's lawsuits. Uh, 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 right, lawsuits. right. And I understand his assets are being frozen. That's another thing. Uh, but that's what we're when you look that's what we're being told. Uh, okay, and you look at his his um, f- family, the interview of the brother, yeah. and the yeah. um, I guess the girlfriend. Right. I don't know. I mean, that how could you not know? Well, particularly the girlfriend. How could you not know your your um you know your significant other has all those guns well okay this is how this is how they would interpret this this is to come back what the law enforcement and 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 and, and uh, the media would say well she's from indonesia they have a custom that women are submissive and they would not ask their husbands uh, or their boyfriends what they're doing, they're very, you know, they, they, they respect and value the man's opinion, and that's it. They will not question them. That's the, that's, that's the, that's the uh, you know, that's the response that they would give you. My response, my analysis is that that's totally bullshit. She knew yeah. everything that was going on, and, 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 and she, there's no way that she would not know that because we're talking about, a very, very high, uh, a large amount of money that was wired to her in the Philippines, where she was at. Uh, okay, so we're now. If you also, um, this investigation involves following the money trail. So we're yeah, but we're, you, you know what? Yeah, one, 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 one important thing about today's interview, uh, Doreen, that. You may not know, or uh, you, or you may know, and a lot of a lot of people may not know, is that MGM sponsors what show? The generous show is sponsored by who? MGM. What a coincidence! I did not know that. Yes. Very interesting. Okay. So, yes. So MGM sponsors her, and 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 he, and he says that's the only show that he's going to go on. <laughs> How convenient, huh? Okay, so that's the so that's the narrative. Yes. Okay. See, now, I, I didn't know that they sponsored the the MGM sponsors the the Ellen DeGeneres show. Yes. Uh, I, I didn't know that. Okay. And, 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 and so, for, for for the listen, for the listening audience, I had I've been also a private investigator for about fourteen years, and a lot of the things that I'm 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 recounting is based on also or analysis is based on my investigation uh, experience that I've had, and I, I tend to use my critical thinking skills when it comes to this. I'm, I'm always asking why. It happened. Who, who benefits from it? 
and follow and, who, and the why, follow the so money. The why trail. is the motive? Yes. The why, right. The yes. why is the motive? Who benefited from it? And then, and then how, who, how you get to the money trail? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, and I understand he wired a hundred thousand to the Philippines. Correct. So Correct. So there's no, there's no way they cheated. Yeah. Again, again, we're we're talking again. We're talking about an individual that hasn't worked since 1980. We're talking about uh, someone who's supposed to be a multimillionaire has has two planes, has an cache of weapons. My other analysis of this is also that he was probably trafficking in he was trafficking in guns. Okay. Okay. There we go. So that's why he had all those weapons. Right. And something went down. And I've always said that he was there. I've always said that he was there. What I've always argued and, and discussed with other folks is that there was more than one person there. Uh, and, and I think he was trafficking in, 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 uh, in guns. And they got rid of him, and the individuals that stayed were the ones who were shooting. Or he shot some people, and then they shot him to get rid of him. Okay. That that would kind of make sense. Um, yeah. And if you, you, if you notice the uh, – it's not for nothing, but if you, well, you go back to the security guard, okay? Okay. Um, you know, supposedly he went up the the elevator, and you know, it depends on which narrative you're following. Uh, he tried to stop the shooter, but then then um, and then Paddock went and did his thing, and all the shooting took place. And then then the uh, the the SWAT team didn't get there till like 11:30. It's my understanding. I'm just well, curious. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know how, how it is, but does it really take that long for a for a SWAT team to get there? Because his, the incident occurred at ten at ten p.m. Las Vegas right. time, and mm-hmm. so they so they got there eleven thirty. I, well, I don't know, just it's just um. Well, let me let me let me let me put something out out on the table for you and, and for everyone. If okay. you're gonna start shoot, if you if you're gonna start shooting in one of those hotel rooms in Vegas, there's 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 alarm um, sensors, like for uh, fire alarms. If the guy starts shooting, I can guarantee you those fire alarms would, would start going crazy, and they did not. That's not possible. I mean, that that that, if that was basically, he took care of that. He probably, you know, cut off the sensors and 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 and, and did that. Him doing all that whole setup by himself—that's just impossible. And that's what Sheriff Lombardo said initially, when when we had when he, he was first interviewed. And then he changed his tune because. He, as a, as a law enforcement, as an investigator, he's looking at the same thing that we're looking at. And it's not making sense. 
So, well, so now if you're in his shoes, what do you do? Because because um, it's his job to solve the case, and now you have this well, on your hand. I, I think he I, I, might be afraid for his life at some point. I I, I believe he is. I believe he is. I mean, he. Um, I saw a video of where he was talking, and there was someone behind him telling him what to say. Uh, you know, the individuals that the, the individuals that really were the conspiracy conspirators. You know, everyone talks about uh, conspiracy theories. I mean, uh, individuals and, and considers them to be nutty. Well, the conspirators, who are the ones who conspired to do this, uh, they're running scared now because that whole that whole event has really turned into a nightmare because so many people are onto them and they they don't they do not buy. The only complicit, the only individuals. The only organizations that are are basically behind this is the media. The left wing media is fully behind, and they have to continue to to push that narrative. Because why? You have all these large casinos like MGM who sponsor and push, uh, you know, pay a lot of money to 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 the media, and they have to just follow. Those are those are the people that pay their their bills. They they're gonna do whatever. They tell them to do so. MGM, MGM has full control of what goes on in in, in that in those editors, um, in those um, uh, newscasts or news interviews. They're the ones who are controlling controlling the narratives. And it's because they want gun control. They're yes. thinking that. It's going to change people's minds, and they're going to fall for gun control. Yeah, no, so, I mean, or more legislation. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, if if, if you if you've noticed, uh, and I saw this, this was a very good, very good article. Every incident that has happened in the last couple of years, where there's been a, a, a tragedy in the United States with guns has been before legislation was going to be passed that would impact gun control. That, yeah, because if they know, take away the guns, the Second Amendment, they can take away the Constitution. Exactly. You and that's what you, they want. The Second Amendment in, in the Constitution is an obstacle for the Democrats and for the deep state the new world order is an obstacle. It's a huge obstacle, and they have to find a way of making Americans believe having a gun is bad for you. And I tell people, look at what happened to Australia. Australia 10, I think 10 to 12 years ago, decided we're going to confiscate every bit of, of guns, all the guns in, in, in the country of Australia. And they passed legislation and, and passed so the law went into effect. Today, today in Australia, there's more crime with, with guns than previously. <laughs> so, uh, 
you basically, and this is this is why this is our show. The show it's great because we, we're, we're going to give them, we're going to give people information that they have not had. Chicago, Chicago has the strictest gun laws in the United States. What happens every weekend? Thirty, forty people get shot. Because the criminals still will get guns no matter what. They're not going to register. They're not going to register. Washington, D.C. has very strict laws. A lot of crime. I mean, now you go to a country like Switzerland. Switzerland, everyone is required to have a gun. Homicide, non-existent. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, that's just how, how it is. You know, that's how our ancestors defended themselves with the guns. By the way, I have a gun. Right. I just want to let you know, and I'm a Second Amendment fan. And, and yeah, so. Me too. Uh, and Me too. So, Me too. Yeah. yeah. So, that, you know, the American people, see, see I'll be honest with you, um, you know, I was born at the end of the 60s, okay? And I had no idea I was born in a time of turmoil when when, um, the, when, when the, uh, you had the student organizations on campus and all that. Um, you know, and what, what, what this has to do, do with that is, is um, I've been researching them and going back and lis- listening to their speeches and, and doing a lot of write-ups on them and learning about them and how they organized and all that. And, you know, and the left actually used a lot of violence at the end during that time period. And they also used weapons, you know, particularly the student protests um, to, to, you know, they bombed the police stations and, and whatever. Um, But they have said you know, and I listened to Bernadine Dorn's speeches and Bill Ayer's speeches that they need to get rid of the Constitution um, because it, it's not, in, in their minds, it's not, it doesn't create equality. And in order to get rid of the Constitution, they have to get rid of the Second Amendment. And, well, everywhere, um, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. And everywhere, yeah. everywhere they, everywhere they've taken guns from, in Germany, in China, in Russia, in Venezuela, every every country, every city, every state, where guns have been taken from the people, and only government has the weapons, disaster. Become the countries yes. become dictatorships. So we are still one of the very few countries that actually have over eighty million Americans who have guns, and we must retain and keep that going and growing and growing because if we don't. This can turn out to be another Venezuela, another China. Now, did you notice after the incident 
Hillary Clinton came right on and said we need to talk about gun control? Of course. That that's what I that's what I said from the very beginning. That's the that's the that's the long term goal. Um, so we need to stay focused on this battle because it's it's far from over, and these people they don't care. They want to change America fundamentally forever. Um, by, by the way, Ruben, I want to ask you um, when we talk about the deep state. Okay, um, can you tell our listeners what it might be? The deep state. The deep state is composed is composed of uh, corporations and very very powerful rich individuals, very wealthy individuals, uh, not just in the United States but on a global scale. But actually, and and that also includes the Vatican, the Pope. I mean, if you know anything about the the current Pope, you know he's he's basically um, part of that that globalist movement. And that's considered the deep state. But within the deep state uh, here in the United States, you have agents. You have individuals like the Soros. The Soros, the Kissingers, these individuals work for those billionaires around the world, that, uh, those kings and queens, those multinational companies. And those that's part of the deep state. That's the reason when people are asking, how come nothing gets accomplished in Washington? Only basically what benefits corporations, and it's because, ladies and gentlemen, Washington, D.C., the politicians are just a symbolic, you know, they're symbolic. They don't have any real power, okay? Not even the president has real power. The president has control, with the exception of Donald. Donald has been fighting them. Donald has been and, and and I think the other other the only other president that really fought against the shadow government it was JFK and look what happened to JFK. Um, so every other president after JFK has been very very careful. Ronald Reagan tried and they sent him a warning warning message. You do the way we do it here in Washington, or you, you're going to be gone. So. It's basically individuals, and, and at, on the top of that hierarchy, George Soros. George Soros, I was watching a program last night, which I, 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 it really blew me away, because I knew Soros was involved all over the world. I did not know that mm-hmm. he had gone to Uru. He invested $80 million in the pro-legalization of marijuana in Uruguay, a little country, 3.5 million people in South America. And, and I was wondering, why did he invest $80 million? His organization, which is it's called All Open Society, they're based out of New York, and they invest money all over. Hmm. Open Society gave money to an organization in Uruguay to bribe politicians, Uruguayan politicians, so they could pass legalization of marijuana. Saying to myself, still saying to myself, why did he do that? Well, Uruguay has a lot of, you know, resources, you know, internal resources. But also the fact that the current president of Uruguay is a socialist. Uh, He believes 
in the same things that George Soros believes in a socialist slash capitalistic society. He, if he has more people, young people, drugged up, not knowing what to what to do, not knowing who to vote for, you can control them, and you can basically control that country. And that's what he's doing. Eighty million dollars invested in 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 Uruguay. Wow. Uh, he, he needs to be yeah. stopped. Uh, but yeah, but he he has a lot of power. When you talk about when you talk about the Clintons, when you talk about uh, Obama, you're talking about individuals that Soros had funded. You know, so he he wills right. a lot of power. He, he wills a lot of power. Not in the United States. Now, Mr. Soros, a personal grata, he's not welcome in Russia. He is not welcome in Israel. He is not welcome in Hungary. He is not welcome in Slovakia. He's not welcome in those countries because they know yeah, because, and understand who George Soros. Correct. You know, he but Soros he's welcome was here because he, he bought yeah he bought off a lot of our politicians. Correct. Correct. So that's he's part of that deep state. He's a, he's a very um, high-controlling member of that deep state. Now, I also want to ask you um, about how, if they use the dark net in any way to stage this thing in Las Vegas. Well, from the evidence that I've researched, I don't see any evidence that they use the dark net uh, for any... Uh, any uh, transactional or or they had any motive um, to use that. I think it, basically everything was done through, you know, local or banking, regular banking uh, systems because that, that was $100,000 that was wired to a regular yeah. U.S. bank. So uh, I don't believe they use uh, anything. From what I've seen so far, I have not seen any evidence that they use the dark net for anything. So, so have they actually verified that that 100000 went to his girlfriend in the Philippines and she purchased a house with it? I mean, I wonder if they as actually far, verified as far, that. As far as, far as uh, uh, I've seen... Um, the information that's coming out of, and I'm not saying it's true or it's not true. I'm just saying that based on that information that there, I haven't found any contrary information to the $100,000 yet. So that that information that they, that, that money went through a U.S. bank and was wired to the Philippines to Manila, in Manila, uh, that's the only evidence that's, uh, that I've seen that information that's coming out of the, the mainstream media. Or in law enforcement, uh, I'm, I'm still I'm still looking more into it, um, and I will continue because I think this this is this is a very very important case in the history of the United States because this this will determine this will determine if we can trust our our, our federal agencies to tell us the truth 
and they have casted, they have casted a huge doubt in a lot of Americans. You know, Americans that, that like well, Donald yes. Trump, Americans, Americans like that, that, that are, you know, Democrats, you know, it's that trust. Once you lose that trust, which I, I believe the deep state and law enforcement and um, the media, they're sensing that they're losing the battle. They're sensing that they're losing that cult, uh, that, 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 that information battle, you know, to get and stick to that narrative. The narrative has changed quite a few times since day one. And I'm watching that. And I'm seeing if it's changing so much, it's because something is not right. Well, no, it's not. I mean, you know, people are fighting back. You know, they're seeing right through this. And and actually, um, you know, getting back to the deep state, um, if if you look at their their plans, I mean, this is all in their plan to do this, to figure out a way to get us, get rid of the Second Amendment, and then also, you know, even the the kneeling of the national anthem. Everything is right. all staged and a part of their plan to break well, down it's, America, it's, to go after the constitutions. Of course, I mean, and it, 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 to demoralize us. Well, they have they have to change. They have to get rid of the Constitution because they can't do anything uh, to really control the people if, if the Constitution is always uh, blocking them from 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 doing anything beyond what you know the Constitution says. That's the reason. If you if you notice the travel ban, Trump um, passed, and then the 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 judge in Hawaii went ahead. And, and, and said, "Well, no, that ban is not going to go anywhere. How how the hell can a, 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 a state judge, okay, have more power than the executive, the president of the United States? So it's like he's a little bit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you're right." How is that possible? I've never seen that in my life, Doreen. This is this is this is this is really really baffling me that a judge, a state judge from Hawaii, has more power than the president of the United States. So why have a president? That's a good What's question. Yeah, if the judge, if, every time that that he passes or or or, or he signs an e, uh, EO, an executive order, that judge in Hawaii is gonna is gonna basically say no, it's not good. I, I have the final say. We're 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 slowly and surely becoming a third uh, uh, a banana banana state. Banana republic. Third world. Uh, excuse me, a banana republic. You know. Yeah. Um, so, so where does this? Where do we go from here? 
we're not going to let this investigation go. You know, those no. 58 lives, and I say 58, not 59. We, we don't count Stephen Paddock as one. As one. Correct. Um, mm-hmm. you, you know, I mean, those families need closure. You know, and yeah, you know, we haven't seen anything about any uh, uh, funeral service yet. So, no, and what what, what uh, really what really what really baffles me also is that we did have an individual, a young lady, who was in perfect health conditions, is very healthy. And she posted on on Facebook a day after the incident, a day after the incident, that she related that there was more than one shooter. And guess what happens? She was dead a couple of days later. So uh, she posted on Facebook. X. Exactly. She posted it on Facebook. Don't know who took down the Facebook posting, but there's rumors going around that the day of the incident, law enforcement and the FBI collected all the phones from all the individuals that were there. I don't know how true that is, but she was the only one. She was the only one that was able to post that she that she witnessed more than one shooter. It was on her it was on her Facebook uh, page. And so, and so, a few days later, she died. Yes. Um, do you know what she died when of? He, they said natural cause. She was only twenty eight years old. From what I've uh, I've read, she was a uh, native. Of, I mean, she lived in the city of uh, of Las Vegas, and um, she she was the only one so far that we can account for that indicated that she saw more than one person. And you know, dead people can't can't talk anymore. You know, Stephen Paddock can't talk; he's gone. This young lady can't talk; she's gone. So what does that lead you to? What leads that you know you to to believe that something something fishy happened? Why would a, a healthy twenty year old young lady just pass away like that? So, just something to ponder, Doreen, in our listening audience. Uh, believe me, uh, Cisco, I'm already pondering over this. It, it, it just doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. And of, when it, of all the, the shoe doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. Yeah, of all the tragedies that happened during Obama and the tragedy that just happened in Vegas, I've never felt, never, I've never felt any doubt of wh- of why the incident happened Incident. I never had any suspicious. I was not suspicious. I was not cynical about it. 
I said, hey, it's, it's, it's another individual who went crazy. This particular case? No, no, I don't right away, like that. Yeah, right away. I, I, I just sense that this is not right. So there's too many red flags. Oh, huge and, red flags. You know, well, okay, and some of my friends would say false flags. I, I know I called it a red flag. Um, well, you know, I, you I, know, I, I, I don't, I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't agree with individuals that would say that you know it never happened. Uh, that 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 that's just you know preposterous. I mean, it did happen. My 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 my. My only, my argument, my biggest argument, my only argument is that, and I will not buy it, and I will not surrender, uh, and say yes, you're right, is that there was more, there was more than one gun gunman. There was definitely not one, only one gunman. There had to be two, at least two or three, in there. And, 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 and you know, also something, also something, something that bothers me is the the fact that why why would you why would you why would the Las Vegas coroner office be on lockdown? Why would a coroner coroner need protection? Was the only no victim or the only shooter? You know. Yeah, because it's, it's there's other people. It's coming from. It's, it's just other people involved. Exactly. And, I know, mean, why would it? Why, why, why would it be in a, a lockdown? I mean, they, 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 you must be hiding something. You have to be hiding something if, if, if that's the case. Yes, you know what? And the same. It reminds me of the Amanda Winkowski case. Cisco, yes, um, yes, yes. Okay, her her mother um, never came out of her house, you know, because her mother had pushed for justice and still is pushing for justice. And, um, you know, when you get too far, they, they give death threats and, and whatnot, and she was getting death threats and and um, a whole bunch of things, and she was literally afraid for her life. But anyhow, I'm just sorry to tell you that. No, no, uh, that's a perfect. That, that's a per- yeah. Yes, I remember. I remember when we interviewed her. She she still sounded yeah, very we're nervous. Yeah, have them back and, by the way. Yes. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. She's a great lady. Uh, but again, you know, in any of these cases, I I wouldn't put it by. That uh, I wouldn't. Um, what, what's the term? What's the real? I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised that uh, high officials within the FBI, and again, not a knock against ranking file FBI uh, workers, because I think they do a great job. But I think at the very top, Comey's of the world. Um, there's a lot of. They're working with the deep state the new world order and, and, and they basically they don't have the interest of the American people at all. Their their only interest is power. I believe at that level they put a lot of pressure or they have individuals that put a lot of pressure on witnesses and victims to keep their mouth shut 
otherwise something could happen. I truly believe that that's a it's a tactic that, that is used and 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 death threats like it happened with Amanda's mother. Yep. Yep. So. Uh, and so these people become afraid and they don't speak the truth. Exactly. And, 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 and one of the things that, and, and, that go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, and that's eventually, why they don't speak out. Yeah. Eventually, the truth will come out. Eventually, the truth will come out. Um, I, 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 I definitely believe that. You know, as much as they want to hide things, uh, eventually the truth will come out sooner or later. Because, you know, these individuals are trying to destroy our country. No, no, no. That's that's gonna. And I feel very, very, very positive that that's going to happen. Um, so listen, Cisco, we're almost out of time. Do um, you want to tell everybody about our next two shows coming up? Definitely, definitely. Uh, next week we're supposed to have um, some men that it hopefully will be defeating Maxine Mad Max Waters. His name is Omar awesome. Navarro. Yeah, Omar Navarro is really, as a matter of fact, Herman Cain just uh, endorsed him. He he was on, on, on Tucker Carlson's show. I mean, he's definitely a rising star, and he will be, he has a good chance of, of, of defeating Maxine Mad, Madman, Mad Max Waters. That's next week. And then the week after that, we're going we're gonna to have a gentleman who's a, he has proclaimed himself to be anti-Trump. He's a big anti-Trump. And he cannot, does not like, and he shows his passion because he really does not like Donald Trump. And he'll be on the show. Doesn't like Donald Trump, but he does like Ted Cruz. So. <laughs> yes, he, 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 he's a Ted Cruz. Yeah, he's been a Ted Cruz. And, but, but the discussion we're going to have is Donald Trump. We're going to have a, a we're going to have an hour discussion with Okay, with, with so Chris that Zeller. night, so. So that night I will succumb to be calling a Trump card again. I'll be neutral. I'll be, I'll, I'll be the, the one who's asking the neutral <laughs> questions in there. Yeah. And, uh, just, you know, but, but uh, so those two exciting shows are going to be, and then hopefully in November, in November, uh, I do have an individual that she is the daughter of Larry Gratwolf. Now some people may not know who he is, but he was the it, he was the uh, FBI um, officer agent, that infiltrated it, yeah he infiltrated the weather, the weather underground, underground. the weather underground. I'm going I'm getting his daughter to come on the show it's also because Larry that because yes because. Um, because we were going to do a couple episodes on the Weather Underground. Yeah. And um, well, she knows a lot so that, that would her be awesome. Is, yeah, her father is a legend. You know, he's a legend in, in that uh, infiltrating the Weather Undergrounds in the in the sixties and the seventies. So. Yeah. I think we will we will um, have some great shows. Yep, and folks, we're out of time, and uh, another great show. Just keep the faith and hang in there, and and uh, it will lead the way. So until next week, Cisco, we are out. Yes. Have a good night. All right. Have a good evening. Yeah. Uh-huh.